Welcome to the Wealthy Woman's Podcast, a podcast for high-achieving women who are great at making money but struggle to build wealth. You'll learn how to take control of your money, increase your net worth, and make more. Ladies, it's time to create a life of more money and more freedom. Let's dive in. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited for episode number 13, which is all about debt mastery. So I'm just going to get right to it today because I think this topic is an important one. And for those who do not know my personal money story, my husband and I, we found ourselves in over $200,000 worth of debt and we were able to pay it all off. And that is what really got me really fascinated with money and personal finance. And it was like, once I figured out how to do that, I knew I had to share my knowledge and my skills with the entire world. And so if you are interested in paying off debt, if you have any kind of debt, credit card debt, student loan debt, a car note or anything like that, I totally can relate because I had all of the debt, even 401k loans and personal loans and just everything. I think we had every single debt except for payday loans. That was the only kind of debt we didn't have. So I know all about debt and that is what we're going to talk about today. So one of the things I really want to focus on is why our thoughts and feelings around debt are so powerful. And I want you to know that if you do not like the way you feel when you think about your debt, that does not have to be the case for you. You can actually intentionally start to think about your debt differently where you're not feeling so burdened by it or frustrated by it. You can actually feel neutral or even positive when it comes to your debt. So I want to just give you that power back. Like a lot of times we just think that, oh, if we have debt, we just need to feel bad about it. I know some personal finance gurus, they speak really, really bad about debt and they think, you know, having debt is stupid and it's dumb. But I want to say that, you know what, sometimes going into debt is a strategic thing that we do. I know 100% that I am grateful for my student loan debt because it got me to where I am now. But um, I know some people don't feel that way about their student loan debt. So I really want to just have a conversation with you all today to give you that freedom to start to think differently about your debt. So like I said, we're going to talk about, you know, why our thoughts and feelings about debt are so powerful. And we're also going to look at how we think about debt inside of the Wealthy Woman's Academy, because it's much different than what you probably hear out in the personal finance world. We're also going to learn how to come to terms with what debt really is, how to take back your power when it comes to your debt. And then we're going to go over three different strategies you can use to get out of debt. And I actually used one of them. And so I'll share that with you as well. Here's the thing. If you recall back in episode number 12, we talked about how our thoughts determine our feelings and our feelings determine our actions or behaviors or even our inactions. And then those actions and behaviors and inactions actually determine our financial results. So if our thoughts end up determining the financial results we have in our lives, we really do need to know what we're thinking 
right? And intentionally decide if we want to keep thinking that way. So that is why our thoughts about debt are so powerful. So thinking that debt is bad or that you're dumb or stupid for having it will likely make you feel a negative emotion. And more often than not, that negative emotion is going to cause a negative result. So for instance, if you have a lot of shame around debt, shame is an emotion that makes you want to hide. It makes you want to not get help and you just suffer in silence when you're hiding. But if you want to feel differently about that, all you need to do is think differently. So instead, I want to offer that having debt is not good or bad, right? It's simply an amount of money that you owe. And it's nothing to be ashamed about. It's nothing to feel bad about. It's nothing to beat yourself up about, right? So you get to decide that I am no longer going to think that I was dumb for going into debt or that my debt was stupid or that I made a dumb decision. You can decide that I am going to think that I did the best I could at that moment. And now I'm going to intentionally decide that I want to do something about the situation I'm currently in. This way of thinking is lighter and way less heavy, which can allow you to actually start to form a plan in your mind and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do about this situation. So let me just tell you how it worked for me. So of course, like I said earlier, I was in over $200,000 worth of debt and I felt very frustrated by it. I felt shameful of it and I felt like I was hopeless. That I, I would say that was the word. I was very hopeless. I didn't think there was a way out. And then once I started to like hear other people's stories and testimonies and I would hear other people talk about getting out of it. That gave me hope. And then I literally decided that I was going to get out of debt. I was going to make it happen. So that was literally the thought that I had around my debt. I didn't demonize the debt. I didn't hate it. Because like I said earlier, like I am grateful for the student loan debt that I had. Um, I'm grateful that I was able to take on that debt and get my education. And I will tell you that the return on investment has been out of this world. So I am not one of those people who think that student loans are a scam and that I was scammed and I was bamboozled. Like I knew exactly what I was doing and I made a decision to go into student loans because I thought that I was I would get an education and on the other side of it, I would have a really good paying job and I will be able to pay off the debt. And that is what they tell you, right? When you're going into college. And for me, that is what happened. I did graduate. I did get a good paying job and I was able to pay it off. And I believe that the reason why I was able to pay it off was because I didn't feel shame about it. I wasn't angry about it. I wasn't frustrated about it. I felt motivated and determined to pay it off. And with those emotions, because remember, your emotions, which are also caused by your thoughts, so the determination and commitment that I felt and that motivation I felt came from something I was thinking, and it was literally, I'm going to get out of this debt. 
I'm going to pay off this debt. That was my thought. That created a feeling of determination, commitment, and motivation inside of me. So even when it got hard, even when I wanted to quit, even when I didn't want to keep going, I kept going because I felt motivated and determined. And those feelings drove me to take action consistently for years, paying off my debt. Now, I was able to do it in a way that I was still able to enjoy my life, which is something I strongly encourage all of you to do. So I was not one of the people who, you know, I wasn't that person who burnt out. Sometimes people get burnt out because they're not enjoying life. They're just paying off debt and holding their nose and not enjoying their life while they're doing it. And then they get burnt out. That wasn't my story. I enjoyed life while I was getting out of debt and I did not stop. I went on for years and years and years and then I finally got out. And so I know for sure it was because a change in my mindset. I was no longer feeling ashamed about all of the debt I had because I had, like I said, 401k loans and, and things like that. I never felt shame about the student loans, but I did feel a little bit of shame about the 401k loans and all that. And I just decided, you know what? I made that decision. And now it's up to me to get out of it. Like I don't have to stay here. And then that is what fueled me. I was just determined and I knew I was going to get out of the debt. And so that is the power of your thinking. A little switch from I'll never get out of debt to I'm going to pay off this debt really was the thing that got me to where I am. And that is how powerful your thoughts are. So when we sit around thinking that our debt is bad and that we're dumb for having it and that we made a bad choice, we do nothing. We sit and we just complain and we feel horrible, but we don't take action to change it. And so that is why inside of the Wealthy Women's Academy, we think about it differently. We think that our debt is just a number. It's just an amount of money that we owe. And it's something that we can do something about if we want to. Some people don't want to. Some people would rather focus on investing and focus on saving and focus on earning more. And they're like, I'll pay that debt off whenever, or maybe I'll never pay it off. Like some people just have that attitude, but some people do want it out of their lives. And if that's the case for you, then you can make it happen, but it's going to take a change in the way you think about it. So let's go ahead and come to terms with what debt really is. So I already said, it's simply just an amount of money that you owe, but let's take it deeper. So really it's a premium that you pay to have something now versus later. So it's you deciding that your current self wants to have something now that your future self will pay for later, right? And sometimes when we make these decisions, we make them very intentionally, or sometimes we make them in a very impulsive way. And if we do it intentionally, it's usually well thought out. And sometimes that could be like student loans or a mortgage, maybe even a car payment, maybe a certification, maybe you pay um, for some personal development and you use debt or credit for that because you know that on the other side of it, the outcomes will be even more than you pay for. So whatever you bought will appreciate or maybe the skills that you gain, the knowledge that you gain will allow you to go out into the world and make even more money than you paid. So the return on the investment is great. But a lot of times when we make these decisions very impulsively, we are spending it on things that are all about instant gratification. And a lot of times those things actually start to depreciate. So if you go into debt over a 
vacation that was very spur of the moment, or you go shopping, you just go on a shopping spree, you put a whole bunch of stuff on your credit card, or you're just buying furniture and things like that. Things that are just impulsive. A lot of times those purchases depreciate. So you end up paying more than they worth. So the the worth or the the amount that those things become worth decreases versus if it's appreciating, it becomes worth more than you paid. Now, remember, either way, we're not beating ourselves up, but it's just good to know. Okay, I when I look at my debt, I notice that the things that I bought were actually smart. Like I pay for my education. I pay for some self-development courses. I paid for some coaching. I paid for my home, maybe even my vehicle because I needed good transportation to get me back and forth to work and to get my children to school. You can feel good about those. Even though cars depreciate, most of them, you can still feel good about that decision. And you may notice that there are some things too that you don't feel so good about. You're like, you know what? That was impulsive. I need to really come up with a strategy where I'm not going into debt and buying things on an instant gratification type of moment, right? You want it to be more thought out. You want it to be more intentional. So once you come to terms with your debt, that's when you can really start to take back your power when it comes to your debt. So here is how you do that. Here's how you take back your power. You stop beating yourself up, right? You just stop feeling shame. You stop telling yourself that you made bad decisions. You just decide, this is what I did in the past. Here is here is where I am now. And I want to do something about it or I don't. And then the next thing you do is simply add it up, right? You can pull your credit report and just say, okay, let me add it all up. Let me see where I'm standing. I'm no longer going to put my head in the sand. I'm going to face reality and make a decision on what I'm going to do next. And then, like I said earlier, understand where it came from and then reflect back and ask yourself, was I using my prefrontal cortex or my primitive brain when I was going into debt? And remember back in episode seven, that was such a good episode. If you haven't listened, go back and listen. It was all about your fancy brain, your primitive brain and your prefrontal cortex. Remember, your primitive brain is that primal part of you that wants instant gratification and always always wants to seek pleasure. And so if you went into debt and you were seeking instant gratification, it was very impulsive and maybe the items that you purchased often depreciate, then that means you're probably using your primitive brain to go into debt. Now, on the other hand, the prefrontal, if you are using your prefrontal cortex to go into debt, that is more thoughtful, it's more intentional. And a lot of times the items or the experiences you purchase actually appreciate. So for instance, your education, if you get um, a certification that's going to allow you to go out into the world and provide more value, and then you in turn bring in more money into your life, those kinds of things appreciate. And then the last thing is that you can do something about it if you want to. Now let's talk about three strategies you can use to actually do something about it and to get out of debt if that is what you want to do. Okay, so there are three different strategies. One is called the debt snowball. The other is called the debt avalanche. And the other one is something that I created 
I just call it the annoying debt first. (laughs) So let me just kind of talk about that before I go into the debt snowball and the debt avalanche. Sometimes we have debts in our lives that are just annoying. Maybe we owe a family member or a friend and we just hate the fact that we owe them money. And we just want to get rid of it. It doesn't matter how much it is. It doesn't matter the interest rate. You're just like, I just need this out of my life. And if that's the case, you can put that at the front of the list, no matter the interest rate and no matter the size of that debt. If it is something that is heavy, if it's something that annoys you, maybe every time you see that family member or you see that person, you think about it and you feel awkward because you know you owe them money, then that is a debt that you might want to just push to the front of the line because it just needs to get out of your life, okay? Now, the debt snowball. This is actually something that I use and I love because it gives you psychological wins. And here's the thing about money. I know we think money is mostly about math, but it's just really a little bit about math. It's more psychological. It's more emotional than it is anything. And so that that snowball gives you those psychological wins. And when you have those psychological wins, your motivation and your momentum increases and you keep going and going and going. So here's how the debt snowball works. You find all your debts. Remember, you are going to add up all your debts and you're going to list them from the smallest amount you owe to the largest amount that you owe. So if you have a $500 credit card, Put that first if that's your smallest debt and maybe you have a $20,000 student loan that will go last if that's your biggest debt. And maybe you have a lot in the middle. So maybe a few that are like $1,000, $3,000, $10,000, those will go in the middle. So you will just line them up and then make a list and pay the smallest one off first. So what you're doing is paying the minimum on every single debt. We do not get behind on our debts, we pay the minimum on everything. And then with your intentional spending plan, if getting out of debt is one of your goals, and if you're inside the Wealthy Women's Academy, remember, you get a one-on-one session with me where I sit down with you and you get to decide your top three to five financial goals that you'll work on while in the program that that one year we're in the program. And so you will know, okay, paying off like all your credit card debt. That might be one of your goals. So you will know that if this is my goal, then my intentional non-restrictive spending plan that you will also learn how to create in the Wealthy Women's Academy, that should be reflected. Your goal of paying off debt should be reflected in your monthly spending plans. So with that plan, you will be paying the minimum on all of your debts. And then any extra money that you have that month, you will put on the smallest debt until it's paid off. And then once that debt is paid off, you'll get that psychological win and you'll move on to the next one. And you'll do the same thing. You'll keep paying the minimum on everything. And then all of your extra money that you're finding or earning, you'll put towards that next debt. Okay. Now that is how the debt snowball works. That is how I paid off over $200,000 worth of debt. Now I will tell you on paper, if you do the math, It doesn't seem like the smart, I should say, it doesn't seem like the smartest way to go because technically you could end up paying a little bit more interest. But remember, we're not doing math because math is only a small part of personal finance. Your emotions, your psychology around money, that is way more important. And when you use the debt snowball, remember you're getting those quick wins and it gives you that momentum and it keeps you motivated to keep going. 
The other option is the debt avalanche, which is all about paying off those highest interest rates first. So instead of lining up your debts from the smallest amount to the largest amount, you will line them up based on the highest interest rate to the lowest interest rate. And your goal will be to pay off the highest interest rates first and then go down the line to the lowest interest rates. And so you would do the same thing. You would pay the minimum on everything and any extra money that you find in your spending plan, you will put on that debt with the highest interest rate until it's gone and then so on and so on. So I want you to think about this for a minute. This, again, like I said earlier, it makes sense in theory, but you're not going to get the psychological win. So you're not going to be able to get rid of those small debts really quickly because let's say you have something that's like $1,000. If the interest rate is really low, it might be one of the last things you pay off. But the problem with that is like you don't get that psychological win of being able to say, okay, I have one less debt. You know, I started with 10 debts and now I have nine. You don't get to do that because it takes you longer to pay off those bigger amounts if they are the ones with the highest interest rate. So that is that. But either way, it doesn't matter which one you choose. I chose the debt snowball. I loved it. It gave me a lot of psychological wins. I feel like it went a lot faster than it probably would have went if I went with the debt avalanche, but that's just my opinion. All I know is If you have a plan, if you choose a strategy and you stick with it, they all work. And so that is what I want you to understand. So either one of these will work as long as you work it. Like I always love to say like, it doesn't matter which plan you choose as long as you work your plan, right? And remember the annoying debt first, you can kind of use that in a combination with either the debt snowball or the debt avalanche. So let's say, for instance, you have an annoying debt that you want to get rid of. You could put that at the top of your list and then say, okay, now I'm going to do the debt snowball or, okay, now I'm going to do the debt avalanche. Okay. So that is what I have for you all today. So let's do a quick recap. We talked about why our thoughts about debt are so important and so powerful. We also came to terms with what it's all about. What debt really is, it's simply an amount of money that you owe and it's something that you decided to pay a premium for so that you can have it now versus later. We also talked about taking your power back when it comes to your money in debt, right? You don't have to stay in debt, but when you don't control how you think about it, And because of that, you're feeling shameful and you're feeling like hopeless and things like that. A lot of times you'll just stay stuck. But when you take your power back and just decide, no, I got myself to this place and I want to get out of it and then make a decision to actually get out of it. That's when you take your power back and you start to think thoughts like I'm getting out of this or I'm going to figure this out. And those kinds of thoughts make you feel determined, committed and motivated. And then you start taking action steps that will actually get you out of debt. And the last thing we looked at were the three strategies. We looked at the debt avalanche, the debt snowball, and then also the annoying debt. First, remember, it doesn't matter which one you choose as long as you choose one of them. If getting out of debt is your one of your goals, then just choose one and then stick with it and keep going until you get the result that you want. Because getting out of debt, if that is something you want to do, if that's a desire that you have, it's absolutely 100% possible for you. I know it because I paid off over $200,000 worth of debt. And if I can do it, so 
can you? I hope you have a fabulous week. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go, if you're ready to create a life with more money and more freedom, then you're invited to join the Wealthy Woman's Academy, my signature coaching program where you'll learn how to take control of your money and build wealth without sacrificing your lifestyle. To get started, head on over to germainefoley.com. That's germain with a G, foley.com. See you there.